Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was laughing because I was anticipating how dumb it was going to be. But wait, can we do that one more time? Yes. What's up, everybody? I'm Matthew Kroll. And I'm Sandy Caldrone. And this is Streets Behind, our fan pod dedicated to the TV show community. We just wanted to introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about the show and the pod, and let you guys know what to expect if you care to listen. Say something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think so where do we want to start like so Matt you and I met at Purdue University where we both work and we became friends like in in part because we were working in the same office but also in part because we share a lot of the same interests and a lot of the same like pop culture favorite things Um, and we figured out pretty early on I think in our friendship that we both absolutely love the TV show community and so we we became friends what like a few years ago so that's like 10 years after the show aired. So we were, we are so far from being on top of, you know, popular trends, but this was one common point that we could talk about pretty much endlessly. It's funny too, because the show had already been out. I want to say maybe it was getting towards the last season or the last season might've already finished when we started working together and found out about this. But I think one of the things that brought us together, other than just generally, being friends in the office and we're of a similar generation. We have similar pop culture references or like aspects of our childhood. We can be nostalgic about. Both of us grew up in the Midwest. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Both of us grew up like in the proper Midwest of a similar (laughs) era. I think also though, one of the things that connected us as friends, but also in terms of this show community is that it's a show that people are either into it or they're not. So I feel like one of the things that brought us together is that you kind of have this feeling that there's other people out there <laughs> that are like, I need someone I can talk to about community or whatever. But I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm looking at this through like, uh, yeah, uh, biased lens here. But I feel like that's part of it. There is a community of community fans out there. Totally. And that is part of the appeal of the show, too. And well, we talk, we talk about this a lot throughout the pod, but it's a super well-crafted and very funny show. But part of the appeal is just that feeling of community of like finding your people and setting up a kind of like chosen family of folks that, that you can share things with. And it helps if you can do that actually in person and not just over like social media. Although that's kind of funny because what drove us to really start this was the pandemic, which forced us not to talk in person anymore. (laughs) No, that's exactly it. So as we're sitting down recording this in the first few episodes, we're in the late stages of the pandemic. We're doing this over Zoom. We did this as a way to stay together and stay in touch. But also, I think for both of us, it was something to give us a creative outlet so Mm -hmm. that we didn't have to be so... I mean, you're working from home and like work life balance is blurring and all these sorts of things, you know, you know, you can't go to the gym, you can't go out to restaurants. So we started this as a way to just maintain our friendship, but also to give us something to do, I think, and something that was a creative outlet. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think part of the appeal of the community of friends on the show is that, you know, that they're not like the only group on campus. There are lots of other groups of friends and and study groups that you kind of see like later on throughout the show. So like, we're not trying to be the authoritative community pod. We just want to be part of the campus life. Yeah, that was a big part of it for us is that we both feel this sort of tacit connection to this community. I mean, the community of Greendale. 
Um, even though it's a TV show, we feel this connection to the cast and to that campus environment. But we also feel that connection to like the underground community of camp or of community fans. And so mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Uh, this is less, um, you know, the authoritative take, as you say, on community and more, uh, I would say, two people and two friends who, in a way, sort of see ourselves as background characters that just happen <laughs> to be doing a podcast about Greendale. Uh, and, and this is like that side plot you never heard of, which I realized was probably like annoying. But I think that there's many people out there that are fans of community that sort of feel the same way. Like we've all envisioned ourselves, and like, which group would I be in? And like, which episode would I be? Where would I be a background story somewhere? And I think that's what makes the show fun is because it speaks to us. It speaks to some part of so many of us and has really become, yeah, something that we love and go back to. And I hope like as people listen, they can tell how much fun we're having doing this. Like that's been another huge motivator too, is this is way more fun than I thought it would be. So if it encourages other people to just, you know, grab a friend and have a deep conversation about something you both like. No, right on. It's so true. This has been so much more fun than I would have expected. Um, It's also just been really nice to stay in touch with you in this way, because we Mm -hmm. haven't talked as much since we worked in the office together. So, you know, we no longer work in the office together. So it's been great on that level. But also just I get stoked for these episodes um, and I hope that comes through when people listen to it. But I would also say, too, this is very um, organic, to put it politely. We're still kind of growing here. We're like still getting our rhythm with the podcast. We haven't yet gotten the theme cast or the theme song recorded officially. But. um, Well, welcome to Streets Behind, I guess. (laughs) Well, no, and that's, I think, part of the fun of it is, so, like, in our professional lives, like, I work for the libraries, Matt works for the philosophy department, there are things that we will, like, polish and redraft and rework endlessly until they're perfect, and this is definitely not one of those things, (laughs) so I think when we, we first kind of, like, made an appointment to sit down and talk about a TV show. (laughs) Like we were, we found that just the going through the like act of having a conversation about it brought up so many like ideas that we had never thought of before, even though we've both seen all of the episodes multiple times. (laughs) So there is something, there's something kind of magical about, about like spontaneous conversations with your friends. And it it brings you to new places that you never would have, have gone to on your own. And so that's uh that's part of the fun. And I think it's true that, uh, uh, I mean, everything you're saying is true, but I would also add that watching the shows again with this different sort of lens and viewing them differently is also interesting. And what's partly uh, been really fun for me in this process is you and I often come in with completely different things to talk about. (laughs) And sometimes even a different sort of general, like intuitive reaction to an episode. Like one of us like it, one of us doesn't. One of us is like, oh, I want to talk about this character. The other one's like, oh, I wanted to talk about this. You know, And so that's been interesting too, is that not only is it like we're watching this for the whatever fifth, sixth time through or something like that, but we're watching it in this very intentional way. And that's been an interesting process for me is like watching a show in this way. And it also speaks to, like you said, I mean, at this point, or when we started this show, it was an appointment for us. But remember that the show came out in 2009 and was still appointment TV. Like it was on once a week on NBC at a particular time. So even that, there's this completely different technological approach to the show at this point. Like we're recording these over Zoom. 
but we're going back to watch a show that was at the very end of like appointment TV, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, must-see TV kind of like weekly. I got to tune into my show. Uh, So it's been a, it's been a journey for us, even just kind of reflecting back on what the last 12 years of our life have been like, but definitely the last year, let's say. Yeah. And I think that comes up in a lot of our conversations. We think about the context of this show being part of not kind of like on-demand TV where there are so many niches that like you can make shows for really specific audiences. Like this show is so good and so weird, but it also (laughs) was in this broadcast era when there were like three major networks and you had to make something that had like huge mass appeal. So I think that that context is interesting too. It is. So I'll just say this. Well, first of all, as I said, welcome to Streets Behind. This is pretty much what our episodes are like. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we nailed this trailer. Um, But anyways, (laughs) this is our podcast, Streets Behind, a fan pod dedicated to the show community. We hope you like it. We hope you reach out to us and become part of this community. And we look forward to talking to you guys in future episodes. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool.